Welcome to the Waves Ministry Podcast. My name is Caroline Hare, and I'm the founder of Waves Girls Conference. We have girls conferences for girls ages 12 to 22 in the States as well as internationally. Our mission and vision is to encourage and equip young women to start making waves for Christ in their homes, community, and in the world. We hope that through this podcast that we can bring messages and words of life, wisdom, and hope through the Word of God, life issues, and help girls know their true identity and calling. Hey girls, we're so excited to be doing this series today, and we are talking about the Proverbs 31 woman, bold, brave, and beautiful. And today we have a beautiful friend who happens to be on our Waves board, and she is an entrepreneur. She has a ministry called Business Empowered, um, and her name is Mona Ponder, and she's also a real estate agent. She is amazing, Uh, but she does a lot of ministry to women and to girls. Um, just in our city and outside of our city. And so I'm so excited to have Mona on board today. How are you? Doing great. Excited to be here. It's a beautiful day in Destin in the midst of COVID. And- <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, so Mona, tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Um, so I, as I said, I'm here in Destin with Caroline. Um, we're sitting far apart, you know, in the midst <laughs> of this. But um, anyway, I grew up here in Destin. Um, went away for a season and and got to come back to my hometown. So I feel like a very blessed woman. Um, I met the Lord when I was in fourth grade. I think that's always important. Um, Had a guest speaker at the church and just um, really gave my heart to the Lord. And then I went to Florida State University. And then I would say I completely gave my life to the Lord, you know, during that season. Um, I've been married for 28 years to um, Mel Ponder, who's a, yeah, who's a state rep here um, in the Florida house. And I have two grown boys. They're 25 and 23. And oh my goodness. (laughs) Casey, her, her youngest son was in the youth group with me and I cannot believe he's 23. Yeah, that's right. Just finished college. And um, and then I have a 15 year old daughter and, um, and then I would just say, you know, I, um, when my oldest was about six months old is when I fell in love with the Lord and Aww. just, you know, really got sold out, but I'm on the board, you know, Caroline kind of gave you my credentials I'm on the board <laughs> here at waves. And I just, um, love being a part of this. Awesome. So Mona, as we're talking about being bold, brave, and beautiful, one of the things I've asked every person that's come on for this month is what is a part of your week or a part of your day that makes you feel bold, brave, and beautiful? <laughs> yeah. I think it's like when you, when you break it down, I thought bold and brave and beautiful all together, you know, uh-huh. like, like coming up with something just a day or the week that I feel all three mm-hmm. of those. Cause I feel super bold and brave, like even doing this, this yeah. is, you know, brave and bold and you know and I love just meeting one-on-one with girls you know um and just bringing up beauty in them that makes me feel bold brave and beautiful at the same time but I think I would say I feel the most beautiful just itself which is my truest Uh self when I'm at home with my family just being me and you know um just uh, loving on them and loving on myself and loving on my home. That's when I probably feel oh, I love the most. That. Yeah. I love that. So who is a brave, bold, beautiful woman you would love to have coffee with? <laughs> I, <laughs> it could be someone yeah. you know or don't know. <laughs> I, I laugh because my ministry is coffee a lot. That's my favorite way to minister yeah. and to be ministered to. And uh-huh. so 
I really had to think about that because I've had coffee with so many bold, brave, beautiful women. But right. um, sort of thinking about beauty really kind of had me focus on Stacey Eldridge, oh. um, who did a captivating book. Yeah. And just I have been so impacted by her ministry. Mm -hmm. And um, I think I've never had coffee with her. And I think <laughs> she's someone I would call bold, brave, and beautiful that I would love to have coffee with. I would agree. So, yeah. You know, I saw her on a TV show live back whenever I was in college. Oh. Um, and her and her husband spoke together and just watching the two of them interact. I agree. I, she just felt so down to earth. Like yes. I could just pull up a chair and, and hang out with her. Yes, so. I agree. And I love how they minister together. Yeah. Like they really compliment mm -hmm. and don't compete with one another and build yes. each other up in the process of ministering. So That's I really, really love cool. that about her. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. Okay. So what does it mean to be beautiful? What a question. Right? <laughs> I know. As, as I um, sprayed my roots with um, color this morning and put on suntan stuff, That's I mean, right. yeah. what does it mean to be beautiful? We're not feeling so, well, maybe naturally beautiful, right? Yeah, right. right. Um, in the midst of this. But, you know, I think when I first thought of that, I thought about the quote that an author, um, you know, haven't read the book, so really don't want to give you the author's name, you know. Yeah. To endorse, but you know, um, the, that beauty is in the eyes of the beholder, mm -hmm. you know, and I looked up, you know, um, like all throughout scripture, the Lord says, behold. And so right. I was like, who's a beholder? And it's someone who sees something. Mm -hmm. And so I kept sort of, you know, really focusing on that and really thinking about, you know, I think that we uh, define beauty as um, if someone else told us that we were beautiful. Mm -hmm. So um, we use standards, you know, are we, did our parents tell us we're beautiful? Did a guy tell us we were beautiful? Mm -hmm. Did TikTok tell us we were beautiful? You know, <laughs> I know I've got people doing that right now. Did, um, I don't know anybody doing that right nobody, now. Nobody, <laughs> right? I just yeah. feel like I mastered TikTok. Yeah. <laughs> I liked it too. Yeah. Um, but I think that, you know, um, Ecclesiastes, I love Ecclesiastes 3.11 mm -hmm. that says he makes everything beautiful in its mm -hmm. time, you know, in his time. And so I just think beauty is that unique thing that God put in you mm -hmm. that um, when other people see it, it's at rest. They're yeah. at rest. And it's the thing that, you know, even as you prayed for me before we did the um, podcast, you talked about shine. Like yeah. to me, beauty can be, you could have a beautiful smile. Mm -hmm. You can have beautiful eyes, a beautiful heart. You know, right. when you prayed that for me, that's what I always Aww. pray for that people see when they look at right. me, that there might not be a feature on the outside that they see as beautiful, but that they see my heart that's cool. and that makes me beautiful. So awesome. I think, you know, it is, and, and it's important that the beholder is the Lord. Mm -hmm. He made us, he knows the beautiful parts that he right. put in us. And so I think beauty is, is shining and showing the world those beautiful, unique parts that you have in you that God just especially put in you. That's good. That's good. Well, I know with, um, with women in general and girls, especially beauty has its good sides and its bad sides. Yeah. So how can being beautiful inside and out be a good thing and a bad thing at times? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I would say, you know, I love, and one of the things that I learned, um, I think from Stacey Eldridge was that beauty ministers. You know, you think about a beautiful sunset, a beautiful beach, mm -hmm. beautiful water, you know, beautiful flower, all the things that we call mm. beautiful, it ministers. And so I think that God created beauty in us to minister mm -hmm. and to bring rest. You know, That's when right. I see something beautiful, I almost take a breath, you know, mm -hmm. and my whole body relaxes. And so, you know, for those, you know, um, who've been given beauty on the outside, it can be, you know, the, the hard thing about beauty is you can use it to manipulate 
and, um, yeah. and, and jealousy can come forth. Right. So I think it's stewarding our beauty, you know, whatever that thing is, you know, whether it's a gift or talent in us, that's beautiful or, you know, an outer, um, attraction that we have that's beautiful. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that it's a challenge to make sure that we're using it for the Lord. Mm -hmm. God created those things in us right. and to be so secure with our own beauty that we're not comparing it to one another, right? That we really, you know, I love when another female smiles and, and compliments beauty in another, you know, yeah. whether it's gift talent or an attribute, mm -hmm. you know, to me, um, it's just, you know, um, not to be hidden as well. I've seen people who are really beautiful that hide their beauty because it's been attacked so much yeah. or manipulated that, um, you know, just own it and, <laughs> um, and use it for the Lord. I would just say that. That's yeah. good. That's good. So in talking about the Proverbs 31 woman, and I've talked about this with a couple of the other guests that have come on with Kelly and with uh, Rebecca Francis, but you know, the Proverbs 31 woman is a woman that we love to hate sometimes yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> she's the woman her, right? we compare ourselves to and we're like, oh no, find her. Yeah. And I'm like, I have to get up early. No, I don't sew or cook, but yeah. I did take joy in that she had maidservants she provided yeah, for us so fine. I could have yeah. a housekeeper that's and feel good about it. But, um, but what makes the Proverbs 31 woman beautiful? I would say, you know, the biggest word that I think is um, she's empowered and she mm -hmm. empowers others. You know, you can like, like to me, I think that she's, um, you know, we can look at the small attributes like um, she's wise, she's trustworthy, she's hardworking, she's generous, she has no fear of the future, and then she walks in strength and dignity. But I think the other thing that stood out to me is she has fear of the Lord. Um, yeah. and, and that's something that I think is really beautiful um, because you know, a good daddy, um, doesn't, I don't like the word punishment. I right. love the word discipline, you know, and it reminds me of even training, you know, my dogs are even, you know, I hate to say, <laughs> um, trying with my children, but sort of that, you know, that we do right. sometimes with dogs when we get out of line, I can hear that with the Lord. And I think that that's, um, a Proverbs 31 woman. She was, she seemed to be very busy, you know, doing the Lord's work, but I feel like she stayed in line with the Lord's mm -hmm. timing. Um, and what good. he was calling her to do, which was very empowering. That's so. good. That's good. Now, when did you first realize <laughs> you were beautiful? <laughs> um, that was a, that's a funny question to me. Um, so I think probably my story on beauty um, started when I was in third grade. Uh -huh. um, and so I think the thought that I started thinking I was beautiful because the eye of the beholder was a third grade boy um, <laughs> because he, you know, he called himself skinny, uh, slim Jim. And he called me skinny Sue, which <laughs> totally fit with the eyes of the beholder because I was never skinny Sue. I always had a little meat <laughs> on my bones, but um, you know, I think that's why it's important for us to know our own beauty yeah. because whoever tells us we're beautiful, even the first time, that right. gives us that, you know, then it's easy to get on that track of continuing to look for it, you know, yeah. and that beholder versus, you know, the Lord. So, um, yeah, that's when I first <laughs> had the thought that, um, oh, he finds me beautiful and he thinks I'm skinny. So that's great. <laughs> <laughs> right. And yeah. that's what I think a lot of times whenever uh, we realize that we're beautiful, whatever they think makes us beautiful Correct. is what we attach to beauty. And so that's why I think we do see, we had um, Holly Myers, who's actually coming to speak at Waves this year. She was on oh, our yeah. podcast in, awesome. in May and she talked about her own struggle with an eating disorder where she would overeat and then she would 
uh, throw up and, and things yeah. like that. And I think about how whenever we think like beauty means being skinny, right. then we feel like, oh, well, I've yes. got to keep that yeah. up in order to keep to it. To be beautiful. But, right. but if you're looking to God as your beholder, mm -hmm. then that's off the table. That's right. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> but, absolutely. Then yeah. he's like, your beauty is not confined by your pants size. That's right. You know, absolutely. Yeah. That's huge. I agree. That's huge. And I, I can think back to whenever I was in middle school, um, I still struggle with acne and just hormonal mm -hmm. acne. But whenever I was in middle school, I had terrible acne. And I remember telling my mom I wanted to put a bag over my head mm. because I was so ugly. And I wasn't no, ugly, no. but it was like in my mind, these girls that had beautiful glowing skin in mm. middle school, which who even had right. that? <laughs> I mean, really, um, yeah. that was the evidence of beauty. And that's mm. not necessarily true. Yeah. Um, so how do you, how did you respond uh, when that boy uh, let you know that he thought you were beautiful and how did it make you feel? Um, I think how I was, I think I thought, wow, he has different eyes than I do. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I think it made me feel special. You know, yeah. I think that that was um, what started something where I um, felt like I had to have a boyfriend always mm. because it hit that special place to me. It mm -hmm. wasn't just the beauty on the outside, but that he had eyes for me. Right. You know, I could tell that when I walked into the lunchroom, he noticed. Right. And so, um, you know, that started something that took me all the way to college mm -hmm. um, where I was always looking for the beholder to be a male. Mm -hmm. um, and the Lord had to really have me fast relationships yeah. to get that out of me That's so that great. I began to look for the Lord's um, eyes of admiration and attention. And that's what I said. I fell in love with the Lord in college. And then when I could tell his eye was late, it was gazing at me. Um, it just changed the way I saw beauty and myself. So whenever you started to feel um, like you realized that the Lord saw you as beautiful, mm -hmm. how did that make you feel? in contrast to the boy. <laughs> yeah. Because, you know, and so I would say the difference is we're always beautiful to the Lord. Right. You know, I, I started to um, realize and I, and the Lord actually used flesh and blood. He used a male who I was best friends with in college uh -huh. when I was fasting to tell me that I was beautiful, whether I had makeup on or not, mm -hmm. whether my hair was done, right. you know, whether I was acting, you know, a certain way or not, I wasn't doing it to a standard of human. Right. Um, and so I think that sort of segued me into the relationship with my husband who kind of looked at me the same way, That's but cool. I reset it with the Lord. Like all of a sudden I just realized, um, that I was special and unique um, right. regardless on my best day and my worst day, you know, yeah. because we can't always, you know, certainly I think we all know as we get older, you know, and, and I know we're not talking to people who ever think they're going to get older, you know, <laughs> um, but you know, you, you can't change everything. You can't yeah. always keep the same beauty regardless of what you pay for and do right. that you had, you know, um, in your youth. And so I think you realize that, Hey, the Lord is always looking at me thinking I'm beautiful and special. That was just, you know, the quality yeah. that I began to, to look to the Lord. From. That's really cool. Yeah. You know, um, I, I think that's, that's a huge piece to, to be able to hang on to. Um, just the fact that, that the Lord always sees you Absolutely. as beautiful and that they're, yeah. That, and I think there's a beauty and a freeness to someone that knows that oh, they're, that's... that they're loved and they're beloved. Mm -hmm. 
you know, that you can truly just be okay in your own skin. I think it's, it's a, a beautiful thing. So and that's what you find beautiful. Like to me, yeah. someone who I use the word, the Lord told me own it, yeah. you know, and, and he said it both ways, like own the stuff that you've done wrong, right. you know, just my bad, you mm -hmm. know, and own who you are, the good qualities. And it's right. like when I'm in the presence of someone who owns their beauty, whatever mm -hmm. aspect of beauty that is, but yeah. beauty knowing they're loved, you know, right. and that they're created fearfully and wonderfully in the Lord's image. And he gave them right. those attributes inside mm -hmm. and out that he wanted them to have for his purposes. Yes. It's like, that's so beautiful to me, you know, yes. someone at rest with the Lord and themselves. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause I remember as a high schooler going on a mission trip and, oh, we, I mean, it was just hot downtown <laughs> Nashville. We were doing roofing and all sorts of crazy stuff. That was before SOS. And anyway, I, I just remember there was a girl in my youth group who she went on the mission trip and she had a full face of makeup and eyeliner and the whole thing. And I remember, cause I thought she was gorgeous. And honestly, she's, she is a model now yeah, legitimately yeah, and right. she's gorgeous. But, um, but then I remember thinking, cause as her mascara came running yeah. down <laughs> the sides of her face on that mission trip. And I thought, there is no way to look beautiful right. <laughs> in, in this moment. But at the same time, and I remember I, I was on the same work crew as my youth intern and my youth intern was a college girl and she had wild curly hair mm -hmm. and you know, she didn't wear makeup on the mission trip, obviously. Yeah. Cause she'd gotten past that. And I remember watching her work and thinking, now that's pretty, yes. like that's gorgeous. Yes. Like that's the Lord. And I think that not that you can't wear makeup no, because no. I like makeup, but at the same time I go days and don't wear makeup and I feel great about it. Right, right. <laughs> but I think realizing that, um, that being comfortable in your own skin and who mm -hmm. God has made you to be is a good thing. And you think about like, I just wonder like whenever every baby is born, like mm -hmm. if God is like, Ooh, what kind of masterpiece am I going to put together today? You yeah. know, cause just the fact that we have so many people on this earth and nobody has the same bone structure. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Like, wow. Like, Right. <laughs> she gets to be creative all over again yeah. and he sees it as beautiful. Um, so whenever we talk about, um, beauty, what does it mean? And just being beautiful, what does it look like to walk out being beautiful in your teens and college age? Um, I, I think that, you know, just kind of what we said, knowing you're beautiful and uh, loving. I didn't learn that in my teen and college years to, you know, even though I reset that the Lord was looking at me and it was him that was beholding my beauty. I still had sort of a messed up message about, you know, I think um, I always thought that he thought it was beautiful for me to be working hard only, mm. I, you know, not just being me. And so I had to work that out, um, as a, as an adult and not too, too many years ago. Um, so I think, um, just going before the Lord and knowing yourself and being honest, like, you know, the Lord can handle our honest questions. And there are always things that we, um, I, I think I had so much more that I didn't like about myself. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was just like, hiding those things, right. you know, as a teen and as a college student, I was always trying to make up for the things that I didn't 
like about mm -hmm. myself. Um, and I, I think as I got older and wiser and really sat before the Lord and started asking him what he loved about me, mm -hmm. you know, then I began to embrace those things that he loved about any, and the Lord, you know, the more we get to know him, it's mm -hmm. just like knowing anyone else. Um, he gets more specific, you know, and, and I could tell it's like, I think now I know what the Lord loves the most about me is my mm -hmm. heart. That's what he's always yeah. gazing on. And I can, you know, uh, I can do a lot of great things and look really good right. um, in my heart and not be beautiful. Right. You know, and I Absolutely. can fool a lot of people, but ultimately, you know, I don't love myself when I know I fooled a lot of people, you know, right. and I looked okay and I um, looked beautiful and together and loving and did all these right things. And at the end of the day, I went home and that's not what I knew about myself to be true. So I think walking it out is just being true to yourself and being honest with the Lord and allowing him to um, perfect those places that are not, we all have places that are not beautiful in our right. heart, in ourself, you know, but we spend a lot of time perfecting things that the Lord say, I mean, right. that the world says are not beautiful right. versus letting the Lord cultivate those things that he wants to cultivate in us. Right. So. It's funny. Um, I was talking with a friend the other day and I said, I feel like you, we always are trying to tuck in our ugly, yeah. you know, that it's like, <laughs> I just got to tuck that in. Right. And, and it's like, we have to remember that the one place that it truly, truly, truly is okay to untuck it yes. is, is with the Lord. That's that it's right. like, it's okay to show him the ugly. That's um, right. Our waves team gets together on Friday mornings and we pray and we talk about you girls and we were taught and we just do life together in general, but we were doing that this past week and, and we were just kind of having a conversation about something similar to this. And, and Brenna just said so sweetly, she was like, God knows our hearts. Yes. He knows when our hearts intentions are good yes. and he knows when they're bad. And so That's he fine. can clean it up. And that's a beautiful thing that he cleans it, yes. you know, and he purifies it. But he also knows like whenever, whenever our hearts intentions are good, good. and that's he, right. and we're in one with him because yeah. we delight ourselves in the Lord yes. and he starts to mold our hearts to be like his, which is so beautiful. beautiful. Well, you brought up a good point too, when you yeah. talked about getting together with a group, I think it's super important mm -hmm. that you get together with people who know they are loved, right. they can love on you well. You know, oh, that absolutely. can bring out, they can see the beauty mm -hmm. in you. And um, like you said, help the Lord cultivate it, you right. know, and be that type of, um, of girl, you know, right. be the girl who embraces mm -hmm. uh, the beauty and the gift and yeah. the call and the unique diversity mm -hmm. and others, you know, God is so, like you said, when he's forming a baby, the diversity, yeah. you know, I can look at flowers and we all love different flowers. Oh, I yeah. know you love sunflowers. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Not to see. Yeah. Right. Um, and I, I don't even love the color purple. Uh -huh. I wouldn't wear necessarily the color purple, but I love purple flowers, you know? That's and so neat. I love how we all love different things and God mm -hmm. made us that way. So just call out the yeah. beauty and cultivate those in others, you know, be the friend that you want right. um, and surround yourself with people who are working on, you know, cultivating their beauty with the Lord. Right. I love that. I love that. Well, Mona, we just want to thank you again for being on the podcast today and yeah, just sharing. Thank you. Thank you. Um, girls, I just want to remind you that we are literally like a week or so away from our Waves Girls Conference tickets coming out July 1st. Mm. I know, I can't wait. And so next week, I'm actually going to be doing a big preview of what all is to come for Waves Girls Conference in October. So you don't want to miss it. Um, also, I just want to let you know that we do have a couple more girls ministry leaders 
leadership trainings coming up. We have another one in August, so you haven't missed the boat completely. We still have another one, and if you're wanting um, coaching or mentoring, we have that available as well. So we just thank you girls, and we hope you will start making waves today. Thank you for listening to the Waves Ministry Podcast. For more information about our ministry, check out our website, wavesgirlsconference.com, and our social media at wavesgirlsconference. Today, we hope you start making waves in your home, community, and world.